Hey, hey, Astro Babes. I hope you guys have been doing really well. Um, I'm really sorry for the um, lack of episodes lately. Um, last week, I really wanted to put one out for you guys, but I was not feeling very good. And um, I just pretty much slept all week. So <laughs> so that's why there was no episode last week. Um, to those of you that enjoyed the episode between Liz and I, um, thank you for listening. It seems like a lot of you guys really like that episode. Um, um, we do, or we will be having our, uh, our own little podcast going on in January. Um, I'm drawing up the artwork and things for that now. So once that becomes a thing, um, I will be kind of advertising that on here too. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. That was a fun episode. I had fun with her that night. Um, and I'm glad you guys enjoyed it too. Cause it was kind of a little, it was a little different from what I usually do on here. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just glad you guys enjoyed it. So, um, this week I kind of want to start off this episode with a reading before I start diving into, um, the lesson about the houses that I'm going to be giving today. Um, so I got a new deck last week that I'm like genuinely in love with right now. Um, it's, I forget exactly what it's called. I have it upstairs. I didn't bring it down. Um, but it's like a, an Oracle deck basically used to help you get onto your own unique path. Okay. It gives you insight and, um, guided advice to kind of help you tap into your authentic self and get onto the path that you're meant to take type of thing. And, um, the artwork is really beautiful and the messages are beautiful and I just really love it. So, um, I wanted to pull some cards from that for you guys. And, um, two cards came out actually, instead of just one, I meant to draw one, but two wanted to come out. So I took both and they both kind of played off really well to each other. Um, but I wanted to give you guys that message right now before we started, um, diving into lessons. Um, I hope you guys have been doing really well. Um, we've had a lot taking place energetically as we usually do. This whole year has been nothing but like an energetic, like up and down freaking, roller coaster ride I feel like and (laughs) we're finally approaching the end of it where we have one more full moon we have um the 1212 portal that just opened and it's going on till um the 21st that's like a 10-day portal opening up um clearing a lot of things and kind of bringing in new fresh energy um I've been feeling the effects of that a lot lately I've been uh I feel very uplifted lately. I feel very motivated and uplifted and just really good. Like I feel like I've already cleared a lot of things out. I've been working my way towards healing myself and clearing some things out. And um, I really feel like I've been doing that successfully to where I can welcome in these new energies lately and things just feel really good. Like I just feel like really, really pumped. I feel really excited for what's to come. Um, I feel excited for where I'm going and I hope you guys are feeling the same way too. But um. So the message I wanted to share with you guys today, there were two cards that came out of my deck and they were heaven sent and listening for truth. Okay. And, um, with these two cards, the message I felt coming through, um, is that between now and the end of the year, you might start receiving, um, bits of truth and understanding towards certain circumstances that have been taking place in your life that you were, um, that you may have been previously confused about. Um, 
I feel with this message, there will be a lot of information that spirit is going to be sending to us. And it could be showing up through signs, you know, like symbolic type of signs, um, just an inner all of a sudden knowing like an aha type of moment, or even through conversations you're having with other people. Um, spirit is going to be like incorporating this clarity in non-obvious ways um, to kind of help us bring, you know, an understanding into situations that have been holding us back and kind of confusing us. Um I feel like Spirit is saying to listen deeply to the insight you receive at this time, whether it's through, you know, like I said, symbolic type of signs or um, conversations you're having with people, just abstract, you know, things that come to you that you're kind of like, even if you weren't seeking an answer at that time, an answer is going to be given to you through certain conversations or through certain things you're seeing or whatever. You're just going to have an inner understanding. Um to what you're getting and you should take that you know you should take that understanding you should take that truth um that you receive rather than pushing it off to the side and acting like it's something small or inconvenient um like i said a lot of the time answers that come to us will come to us in ways that we're not really even expecting and i feel like with this message that's exactly what spirit's saying that this is one of those times where we're going to be you know, receiving some clarity towards things we were confused about in very unexpected ways. Um, like I said, with this full moon, there's a full moon approaching on the 18th in Gemini. It's going to be our last full moon of the year. Um, this full moon is really going to usher in a lot of closure to um, certain, you know, circumstances that are no longer serving us, things that we've been trying to kind of walk away from, but really haven't had a lot of success walking away from. Um, this full moon is going to bring in a lot of clarity and kind of acceptance towards things that have taken place in our lives and the steps we need to take moving forward so that we can remove ourselves from these, you know, toxic patterns that have been holding us back and allow new energy to come in. Um, even though... The truth can be a co- uncomfortable at times because it ends up shining light on the things we've been trying to keep hidden. The truth that's going to be coming through is going to be setting us free and helping to clear space to usher in new blessings and new beginnings that want to come into our lives within this next year. <clears throat> um, so you can expect these truths that are coming to you. You should take them as they come and apply them where you feel they go in order to release some of these things that you know are not serving you anymore. So you can end this year with, you know, a completely new slate, a clean slate to prepare you, you know, for all the beautiful new things that you want to bring in within this new year. Um, I am so sorry if I keep clearing my throat, guys. Like, although I'm feeling good, like, I'm still dealing with, like, a throat issue. So (laughs) I apologize for any type of clearing of the throat during this episode because I'm sure it's going to be annoying. But, um... I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like I said before, a thousand times already. We are in a five-year. This year was all about change, okay? Massive shakeups took place. A lot of unexpected things took place um, to kind of shake up our lives and get us out of situations that weren't, like, supporting our growth anymore and pushing us towards a whole new way of being. Um, And this year six that's coming in, I really feel like a lot of balance is going to be coming in. I feel like a lot of just new, beautiful, harmonizing type of energy is going to be coming in. And 
I'm personally very excited for next year. Like the energy of next year already feels like good for me. Okay. I'm sure it's gonna be good for the collective as well. It's gonna be refreshing and healing through all of the things that we've been through this year, all of the shakeups, all of the like, you know, hard trials we had to find ourselves working through this year is going to come into balance within the next year. And it's just going to be <clears throat> a very healing year. So I'm really excited for next year. And I'm excited to get this last bit of clearing done here with this full moon and this portal and kind of step into, you know, my own power, step into where I know I'm meant to be, where I'm going to flourish and I'm going to feel good about who I am and where I'm at. And I feel like, you know, that's going to be happening for all of all of us, not just me, you know, just literally all of us. So, um, I don't know. I thought it was a beautiful message. I'm glad I got that message to share with you guys because that's something that I've intuitively been feeling, um, with all these things closing out this year. And, um, yeah, I just hope, I hope you guys are all open enough to receive any sort of insight that comes to you so that you may gain clarity on these things that you need to continue to, you know, clear out to make way and make room for, you know, the new things that want to come into your life. Um, But with that said, um, I'm going to kind of dive into talking about what the houses are on your birth chart and what they apply to. Um, I'm going to have a video posted up on the Facebook page too, kind of talking about, you know, this and showing you guys what I'm referring to with my own birth chart so that you can kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about because there are 12 different houses, okay? There's 12 different houses and they're all broken up into like a segment, okay? They're ruled by different planets. Um, so a different energy is assigned to each different house and it kind of allows you to break down <clears throat> um, different aspects of your energy, I guess different aspects of what makes you you so the very first house is ruled by mars and that is the sign ruled by or that is the planet that rules aries so aries is like the sign that rules the first house and this first house deals with um you know the self it deals with your awareness of the self it is you know basically like i am it stands for I am. It's your first impressions you make on people. It's your attitude, the identity you have, your approach to life. <clears throat> it's very, you know, motivated. It's ruled by a fire sign. And, um, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about the first house. I'm trying to think of a way to, like, kind of put this where it's not just me listing things. But it may just be me listing things. Because I don't know how else to really present this material without it you know, just being a list of what the things are. <laughs> I hope I, I hope whatever I'm saying to you guys makes sense and that you guys can kind of take it and apply it to your own chart. You'll see, once you watch the video on Facebook, you'll see much better like what I'm talking about. But for now, I guess you're just going to have to listen until you watch that with this podcast. <laughs> um, And they're going to be, like, filmed separately. So, like, what I'm saying here on this podcast right now is not what's going to be in the video. So if you're watching them together, maybe just listen to the podcast first and then go back and watch the video and see what I was talking about. Because I'm I'm not going to be saying, like, what I'm saying right now on this podcast is not what's going to be said in the video. So I don't want anybody to get, like, 
I don't know, confused if you're trying to follow along with the video and the podcast. Anyway, after that little number one ramble, <laughs> um, the second house um, really rules money, your work ethic, um, the way you focus on your income, um, your material possessions, your priorities. It basically says, I have, okay? It's like your personal resources and the way you care about them. So just like an example right now, like for me, my sun sign, my sun sign in Virgo is in the second house, okay? That's where my sun is. That's where my identity is. That's where my core identity, my ego, my consciousness is located right here in my second house, okay? So a lot of my focus is honestly on my material possession, my income and my work ethic. Like if you know me as a person, you know I am constantly like working on something new. I'm constantly just doing something and working on something and working towards something and trying to bring stability into my life and just really focused on, you know, income and things like that. And it's not even like, it's not even because I feel like that's super important. I mean, I guess it is, but like, it's not my obsession or anything, but like I really do the type of person I am. Like my focus really likes to be on my security tied to my money. So like if I if I don't have the amount of money that I feel I want to have in order to feel secure, I get very stressed out and I get very upset and I get very like chaotic almost because it's out of, you know, it's out of my comfort zone of where my <clears throat> main conscious focus is on. Where if I'm like, you know, feeling really good and stable and I'm looking at my bank account and it's nice and fat and I'm feeling good, like I'm feeling like that's a good thing because I'm feeling super comfortable, you know, because I, I am balancing out that house. Like I'm doing what I need to do with my son being positioned in that house where a lot of my focus is on, you know, my security through income. So that's kind of just an example, I guess, of how you can like read into yourself a little bit more. You can look at where a a planet is within a certain house and knowing what that planet rules and what that, you know, that planet that's in that house, you can say, oh, okay, I understand now why this equals this. You know, I understand why my, a lot of my focus is on, the, is on this and not this. You know, you'll have a better understanding of those things just by looking at the planet within the house that it's positioned in. So anyway, the third house. <laughs> oh, I didn't even go. The second house is also ruled by Taurus. It's an earth sign um and the planet venus so taurus really does focus just naturally focuses on material position like i we talked about in the last episode with liz like a lot of tauruses i know they're very concerned with you know the material things that they possess it makes them feel secure it makes them feel good they're you know into that and there's nothing wrong with it that's just what governs and rules their sign you know i mean that's the type of energy that rules their sign so that house is ruled by Taurus, planet Venus. Um, the third house controls your communication, your social activities and interests, um, the way you think and communicate. Um, things of that sort. Um, it's ruled by Gemini, which is a very communicative sign. And that is the planet Mercury, which is also the planet of communication. So, um, a lot of the way you communicate is going to be dictated by that third house and whatever planet you have in that third house. Um, 
that's what that has to do with. So if you have issues, you know, communicating, you're communicating or um, expressing yourself in that way, or you maybe you have like a very overactive mind in the way you think or a very dreamy state of mind, like you can look and see what planet is positioned in the third house and ha- maybe have a deeper understanding of why you communicate the way you do or you think the way you do or, you know, etc. Um, then number four has a lot to do with stability, um, the home life, family, self-care, your emotions. Um, it has a lot to do with your mother, your divine feminine, um, women in general. Um, that house is ruled by cancer and the moon. It's a very emotional house where your roots are formed, things of that sort. Your fifth house is ruled by Leo and the sun, and it's all centered around love, um, playfulness, creativity, you know, joy, self-expression, romance, things of that sort. Um, it's the way you serve um, through creativity, okay? Um, your sixth house is ruled by Virgo, and it's also ruled by Mercury, And it has a lot to do with your health, your fitness, um, your sense of usefulness, um, the service you give to others, the way you serve others in your daily life. Um, It also has to deal with the work you put in as well, how you analyze things, Um, community-based things too. Your seventh house is ruled by Libra, and that's also ruled by Venus. Now, this house has a lot to do with the relationships, like the romantic relationships you carry with other marriages, um, certain like soul contracts, um, things of that sort. It really represents um, the awareness you have of others and the type of partner you are in relationships, um, things of that sort. It's like a loving house. Again, it's ruled by Venus the more feminine side of Venus, where Taurus is more of the masculine side of Venus, ruling, you know, material possessions, and then the other side is representing, you know, love and partnership and sharing and things of that sort. Your eighth house is ruled by Scorpio, which is also ruled by two planets, Mars and Pluto. And this eighth house has a lot to do with, um, you know, your sexual life, the way you express yourself sexually, um, you know, your goals, there's a lot of mystery um, associated with the eighth house. It's a death and rebirth. Um, it basically has a lot to do with a regeneration of self as well, um, if that makes sense to you. There's a lot of like rebirth within that house. <clears throat> um, your ninth house then is ruled by Sagittarius and the planet Jupiter. And Jupiter is like the planet of luck. beauty um that ninth house has a lot to do with your internal wisdom um your higher knowledge um philosophy travel and it basically you know it says i explore it's how you expand yourself within your life how you you know dive deep within relations and cultural things and your learning um your 10th house has a lot to do with your career, your long-term goals. Um, It's like the masculinity rules fatherhood, 
maybe the relationship you have with your father too. It can indicate the relationship type of relationship you've had with your father or men in general. Um, it's ruled by Capricorn and Saturn. Saturn is a very serious planet. It's a planet of karma. It is like genuinely the father of all the planets. It's strict. <laughs> um, so that house can be a little heavy at times. It's really, it's where a lot of like our serious focus is when it comes to like our careers and where we're going and, you know, our reputation that we give to the world. Um, our 11th house is ruled by Aquarius and that's also ruled by Uranus and Saturn. Um, it is all centered around humanitarianism, your hopes, your wishes, your dreams, um, the way you want the future to appear, your way, the way you treat your friends. Um, it's what you aspire to be. You know, it's where your aspirations lie. Um, and then we have the 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces. And that's also ruled by the planet Neptune. So this 12th house has a lot to do with healing, endings, closures, spirituality, karma, um, things that you like to keep hidden, your subconscious self. And um, it's where a lot of like your dreams and spiritual life um, lie. There's a lot of um, subconscious like self-sabotaging behaviors can lie there. So if there's like things you really aren't aware of within yourself, but you want to become aware of them, it's really, it would be very beneficial for you to look at your 12th house and kind of see what planets are there and what's influencing certain subconscious behaviors that you are continually repeating but aren't really aware of. The 12th house, um, it's a very interesting house. It kind of shows you, like I said, a lot of the things that you're very unaware of. And when you kind of look at that and you understand <clears throat> what's taking place there, it gives you a view into your subconscious, okay? It gives you a view into what you're not aware of and it allows you to like kind of get that outside view so that you can like fix it, okay? So that you can become aware of what you're not aware of within yourself and take steps towards maybe not doing those things anymore so that you can, you know, create new karma. You're not gonna have, you're not gonna be repeating old karmic, you know, patterns you can kind of come into an understanding of what you're doing that you're not aware of and fix it um that's a lot of what I've been doing within the past couple of years like I paid I started paying attention to my 12th house honestly probably the beginning of this year or last year maybe it was last year regardless within the recent you know times I've been focusing on my 12th house a lot like my own subconscious behaviors and my um <laughs> my <clears throat> my 12th house has my venus in leo so like my planet of like love and relationships and things like that is very much centered in my 12th house and there's a lot of like subconscious things that i do that i'm not even aware i'm doing and they all have to do with um you know the way i express my love or the way i express my relationship type of energy um There's ways I pull back and things like that that I need to work on that I'm not, you know, I wasn't really aware of why I was doing the things I was doing. But now that I have an outside view of it, like I understand why, you know, why I react and why I do things the way I do. And I'm 
actively trying to step out of that comfort zone. This whole year I've been actively trying to step out of that comfort zone to kind of grow through that because I don't want to have that planet be reacting that way a lot of the time. You know what I mean? If that, if any of that makes sense to what I just said. I feel like I just ran in a circle with that. But um, your 12th house, I don't know. I feel like everybody, once they have their chart, you guys should really look at your 12th house and see what you have in there and kind of look at what you're unaware of so that you can make some changes towards that if you, you know, want to and have a desire to do that. Um, but those are the houses those are the houses and their planets that rule them. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to have a video up on the Facebook page that kind of talks about um, what these are and it shows you on the chart, you know, what I'm talking about. And I'll kind of go in a little bit on my own chart and say, oh, you know, like how I just kind of did with you guys right now, talking about my son and also my 12th house. Like I'm going to be talking about some things and how they apply to the house that it's in and how it affects me so that you guys can look at your own chart and be like, okay, well, I know that, you know, the sun rules ego. So my sun sign here is in like my, you know, seventh house. Obviously I'm very, very focused on relationships and partnerships. Like that's where a lot of my focus is at, you know, like you'll have a better understanding of who you are and what you're focused on based on what planet is in what house, because you know what energy plays into that. Um, but yeah, that's honestly, that's really all I have for this week's episode. Um, I probably won't have one next week, but the week after I'm planning on um, closing out the astrology lesson and starting a new season. I think I'm going to um, dive into numerology here next. Um, I have a couple more things that I maybe want to talk about astrology wise, but I'm basically just giving you guys the basics. Like, I want to give you the basics. Like, I'm not going to go into degrees or <clears throat> asteroids or anything like that because it's like this stuff gets so complex and so in depth that, like, I feel I just want to give you guys the very basics so that you know how to look at your chart and kind of like get an idea, a general idea of who you are as a person and learn that on your own before you, you know, dive into other things if you choose to go down that route. Because even now, I've been looking into astrology for seriously, like, probably about 13 years or more. Like, I've been very, I'm obsessed with it, okay? Like, I genuinely am. I'm so obsessed with learning about myself and bettering myself that, like, for 13 years I've been looking into this stuff. And I'm still learning new things about it anytime I'm researching or doing other things because there's just so much more to learn. Okay. Like this is like a never ending pit. Like astrology is a never ending pit. You will continually be learning about it probably until you die. Okay. And I guess that's for me, what's exciting about it because I love learning about new things and I love things that keep my attention and just keep me like continually going down a rabbit hole. And this does it for me. So (laughs) if you guys end up getting on that path, then, you know, good luck. But that, I'm not I'm not planning on going that in-depth um, with these lessons. I'm just giving you guys the basics of how to read your chart. But um, yeah, like I said, I will have um, a video up on the Facebook kind of going over my chart and showing you guys where the houses are. I will have, um, like I said, probably one more episode of astrology coming up 
before I dive into numerology, which I'm, I don't know, I'm obsessed with numerology too, guys. Like, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about your life paths and your soul urge numbers and uh, angel numbers. Like, I'm just so excited to talk to you guys about all of it. So, um, probably one more episode of astrology based stuff and then we'll dive into numerology. Um, like I said, I, in January, I will have a podcast going on with Liz. That one's going to be really, really fun. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to that. Um, she, she had like a really, a really fun idea and I think it's gonna be really cool. So I hope you guys tune into that too. If you like entertainment based podcasts, um, this will be something like that. Um, I hope you guys have been doing well. I hope that you're um, finding balance within yourselves. I hope that you're healing and loving yourself and choosing yourself always. I hope you're letting go of things that are bringing you sadness and bringing you down and just kind of trusting and knowing that new, better, beautiful things are going to come your way because you're choosing yourself and because you're loving yourself. Okay? I feel like that's so important right now, especially with going into this new year. You really need to find your balance. You need to love yourself and you need to come into who you are. You need to choose you. You need to choose the things that you want for yourself and your betterment, not what the rest of the world wants for you, not what the rest of the world tells you that you should do, what you choose and want to do, okay? You are forever going to be your best friend. You are the only person you have. You are the only one that knows that you have your own back. Okay? You have to treat yourself with love and respect just the way you treat everyone else with love and respect. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you are your only person. So I love all of you and I hope you love yourself as much as you love everyone else. I hope that um, this day finds you well. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the love that you send my way. Thank you for watching my videos and sending me your charts and opening up to me and telling me about, you know, your own personal things. Um, I really do love all of you. And I thank you for allowing me to have this platform to talk about these things with you guys. Um, Like I said, if you ever have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, Feel free to, you know, shoot me a message. I never really turn anyone down unless I have a reason to. Um, But yeah, if you have any questions or anything you want to know, I will gladly answer them. So that is all for this week. I love you guys and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.